Hey guys, I'm finally back home after all that travel nonsense that I went through. By the way, if you're going to be delayed at an airport, make sure it's not one that is in the midst of conspiracy theories or possibly haunted. We'll talk about that, some moves revolving around the ducks, and some points projections. Yeah, we're going to talk about all that. Let's hit the music. Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So I think I came back from that airport and my laptop got haunted because as of right now, the video is not working and it's also 100 degrees. It is hot, folks. But hi, everyone. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. I've been covering hockey for over a decade, coming up on a dozen years. And I want to thank you for making this your first podcast of the day. Don't forget this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, etc., etc. All right. I'm on Twitter at StimpyJD. We're going to start off right away, as you can tell on YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube, there's no video. (laughs) Let me explain the last few days. So I was out in Chicago and came back on a Tuesday. Yeah, um, you know, the day day was fine. You know, got to the airport just okay. Plane took off a little bit delayed. So getting out of O'Hara was fine. Fine enough. And then I wound up at Denver International Airport. So if you're not familiar with Denver International Airport, it's a big airport. With a lot of weird crap, including a weird haunted horse sculpture with red eyes. And if you haven't looked it up, there's there's a massive sculpture that is haunted because the person that sculpted it towards the end, a piece of the sculpture fell on him and the sculpture died. Yeah, that happened. Oh, and there could also be a little conspiracy theory surrounding Denver Airport. If you look at it from overhead, it forms the shape of something that is not not so good. Not really. There may or may not be some tombs there. I may or may not have passed by there and looked with grief and said, oh, that's that's what that is. Yeah, it it, it was it was weird. I was only planning on being there for an hour and change. Yeah, not so much. We we were delayed quite a bit. But at least I ran into some old friends that I hadn't seen in a while that has a connection to Sasha Pastujov. I might actually bring that up on a much later podcast. But yeah, there's there's a weird connection with Sasha Pastujov that I just learned about this week. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to tease that. So I'm going to save that one because it's pretty juicy. All right. So enough of that talk. I did eventually get home, thank God, and have been busy the last couple of days. Uh, also, by the way, don't get stranded in Sherman Oaks. Yeah, that's all. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, also, later this weekend, I guess, because it's Friday, I'll have a Saturday podcast with JD of the North, JD Young from Locked on Sharks. He's going to come on the podcast and talk about the Sharks and their place in the Pacific. It's pretty much a getting to know you type show. So do check that out over the weekend. All right. Enough of that nonsense. 
we're going to start off rather quickly because we're already four minutes in. I do want to talk about point projections first before getting to the signings because this leads into our break. And by the way, uh, this episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline is where the game starts. So why do I mention that now instead of at the start? Because BetOnline put out a lot of lines in the recent past. They put out who's going to win each trophy. They put out who's likely going to win the Stanley Cup. The Ducks are not in there. There's also points projections. Now, this is always fun. Two years ago, the Ducks were projected to be second to last. And in fact, they were. So they were not too far off on that. Last season, the Ducks were projected about where they were. So that's fair. They were projected to get about 79 points. They just, they, they did surpass that. Um, not by much. Sad to say. The Ducks did wind up with 76 points. Huh. See, see the joke. The joke there is that they were actually below expectations. They were projected to be above for a while, and then somehow it all went to crap. So guess where they're projected now? The Ducks are projected to get over under 78 and a half points. Ah, that, that seems rather low, doesn't it? It seems rather low in comparison. Here's what I mean by that. There's not many teams that are below the Ducks as far as points. In, in fact, let me let me let me list them out for you. Let me list out the teams that are projected to be lower than the Ducks as far as points. Ready? San Jose, Montreal. Mm-hmm. Still with me? Chicago, Buffalo, Arizona. Oh. That, that's it? That's the list? That's the entire list of teams that are projected to be worse than the Ducks. Arizona, Buffalo, Chicago, Montreal, San Jose. That's it? That is a short list. If you really think the Ducks are going to be under 70 and a half points, if you really think the Ducks are going to be that bad that even Seattle's better than them. Yes, they're projected to be number seven in the division. Right there with San Jose. But San Jose, just only a point lower. Hmm. I I will have a podcast with J.D. Young, and we're going to talk about why that's effing ridiculous. In no world are the Sharks as bad as the Ducks. None at all. So... I project that to be a lot higher. By the way, Colorado has the highest at 111 points. And hey, that's what Bet Online has, but that's what a lot of a lot of bookies in Vegas they have the same thing. You know what's even stupider? I mean, Bet Online kind of has the odds, but there's a couple sports book in Las Vegas that have the Toronto Maple Leafs as one of the top 4 favorites to win the Stanley Cup. I'm not joking. The Toronto Maple Leafs, who have not left the first round in ages. 
those Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, by the way, their points projection is 107.5 points. That is second in the league. Um, Okay. The Toronto Maple Leafs, second best record in the league? I'm... I'm sorry, I just do not see it at all. Not at all. So, those are those are the point projections. Do you agree with that? Do you think there's only five teams worse than the Ducks this coming season? Do you think they're going to be over or under 78.5 points? If you want my opinion, take the over on that. Absolutely take the over. The Ducks are going to get more than 79 points this season. I can almost guarantee that. The Ducks will have a above 500 record. They'll be above 81 points even. So if you want somewhat of a sure thing, take the over on that. And you can take the over at Bet Online, which has more props, odds, and lines than ever before, including these point projections. So the NHL's coming, NBA's coming, MLB is still going on, NFL starting soon. College football just started. So if you want to check all that out, head over to Bet Online right now using either your mobile device or your laptop to check out the latest lines. Once again, Bet Online is the official online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. And before I get all rattled again about those stupid point projections, we got to talk about sled hockey. So I happened to be in the upper Midwest, didn't get to check this out, but just want to give a brief shout out to former 21st Duck, Lyra Doderline who won a gold medal for the World Para Ice Hockey Women's Championships. Yep, USA won gold. They dominated that game over Canada. And Lyra Dodeline, she got a goal in that game, a nice goal in that game in the, I want to say, first period. So congrats to all the athletes, and congrats to Lyra Dodeline for bringing home the gold. <clears throat> USA. USA, USA. <laughs> yeah, I, I loved watching that. So great for her to get to celebrate with her teammates. That was really cool to watch. All right. So we've got a couple of deals to talk about. And let's start with the one that is going away from the Ducks. Yeah, we're going to start off talking about the one that got away. Well, I mean, Ducks fans aren't exactly super sad about it. But let's talk about Sam Steele. Going to the Minnesota Wild. Hmm. Why am I starting with that? Yeah. Uh, Sam Steele got a deal with the Minnesota Wild for under a million dollars. All right. Not bad. Sam Steele, who you might remember, scored six goals last season. Not bad, right? Yeah. Sam Steele, by the way, the season before that, he scored six goals. Still not bad, right? Let's go to the previous season, 2020. He scored six goals. All right, so he's consistent. How about his rookie season? Oh, six goals. <laughs> Four seasons, 24 goals. He's got six goals 
in each of those seasons. So, hey, if nothing else, he is at least consistent for what it's worth. Good for <laughs> good for Sam Steele. At least at least he got signed by a team out of free agency. Hey, you know what? Good for him. I mean, you know, Sam Steele, he he tried his hardest. He really tried to be a workhorse on this team. He's not what the Ducks expected. I think the Ducks were hoping for a little bit more out of Sam Steele. They were hoping he would be at some point a double-digit goal scorer. It just has not happened. And with him playing center mostly, that kind of puts him in a tough spot because the Ducks now have a three-headed monster up the middle, potentially, with Zegris, Strom, and McTavish. And you have Lundestrom. So Steele would be the odd man out. And you could have other guys that could plug into center for the Ducks. So you know what? Given the young guys that are coming up, I don't think there was any place for Sam Steele anymore. But hey, you know what? I wish him all the good luck. I wish him a lot of good luck in Minnesota. And maybe he'll surprise us. Maybe he'll score seven goals with the Wild next season. And speaking of the Minnesota Wild, they were involved in a trade with the Anaheim Ducks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Sam Steele. Went to Minnesota August 30th. August 31st, the following day. The Wild announced that they traded Dmitry Kulikov to the Ducks for future considerations. My God, future considerations has been busy this offseason, hasn't he? Yeah. So Dmitry Kulikov to the Ducks. You know what? That ain't a bad trade. Not at all. Because Dmitry Kulikov at least is a very competent even strength defender. That's something that the Ducks sorely needed. Look at who they got. They got Klingberg. Klingberg is a great offensive defenseman, not exactly stellar on the defensive end. And now they got someone that can plug away on that third line, maybe in the second line once in a while if Dallas Eakins wants. But hey, you got a good defensive stalwart right there in Kulikov. You could do worse. So, hey, you know what? Not a terrible trade for the Anaheim Ducks. So now where does that leave the Ducks roster? I'll talk about that a little bit with J.D. Young tomorrow. But we're going to see the defense maybe bolster up a little bit in San Diego because you're going to have guys like Mahura, who's probably going to be the odd man out more often than not. And that sucks for Mahura because I think he's a very capable defenseman. Just one of those things that he might wind up being the seventh defenseman and could be scratched a lot or could go down to San Diego. Same with, I don't know, some other defenseman named Simon Benoit, Colton White. I mean, who knows who's going to end up on the actual team? Urho Vakanainen. He might make the team. He might not. Right now, you have five defensemen. You have Klingberg, Fowler, Shattenkirk, Kulikov, Drysdale, who should assuredly make the team. Then you have that sixth D position up for grabs and that seventh D position also up for grabs. And you're going to have at least one of one or two of those guys go down to the American Hockey League and play with the San Diego goals. So, yeah, that's what's going on on defense for the Ducks. Pretty interesting, huh? And as far as cap space, they've still got a ton of it. And they're going to have to use it not this season. No, 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 no. 
they're not going to use all their cap space this season. Because there's a couple of free agents, possibly, that the Ducks need to re-sign the following season. They got to re-sign Troy Terry. They got to re-sign Trevor Zegris. They got to re-sign Jamie Drysdale. That's where they're really saving all that money. And you have Shattenkirk, who may or may not come back. You have Anthony Stolarz, who may or may not come back. The John Moore money goes away. Oh, and guess what else goes away? The Corey Perry money. That finally goes away from that buyout. They're paying him $2 million for one more season to not play with the Ducks. So, yeah, Kulikov could be an interesting choice for the Ducks. I, I'm i excited about it. You know, you could always use more solid defensemen. That could be perfectly cromulent. Perfectly. All right. We're going to head to the second intermission. But first, we have this brief PSA. Are you one of those people who thinks it's okay to drive stoned? What's the worst that can happen? You end up driving below the speed limit. It's no big deal, right? Wrong. The truth is your reaction times slow way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Talk about a buzzkill. So stop kidding yourself. It's not okay to drive high. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Welcome back to episode number 587 of this possibly haunted podcast, Locked on Anaheim Ducks, part of TLOPN or Tlopin. You're locked in with JD Hernandez. And as you cannot see, there is no video, but hey, audio is still here. That's working for now. Hopefully I'll get that all resolved soon. Yeah, I, I think going through Denver airport haunted the lap. I think that's what actually happened. It didn't haunt me. It haunted the laptop. Oddly enough. So, yeah, might have to fidget around a little bit after working so many hours. We'll see how that goes. Yippee skippy. All right. So, what are we going to talk about? What What's left to talk about? I mean, we, we could talk about jerseys again, but I feel like I've been talking about jerseys so much recently that I'm going to save that for when I have Sarah Avampato come on the show because she has very strong feelings about these things. And frankly, so do I. I have very strong feelings about it. So you know what I actually kind of wanted to talk about, just like just as a non sequitur, talk about the goals for a second and talk about Ducks Night. The Ducks have a night in Angel Stadium. Yeah, kind of cool. Kind of weird that John Klingberg throws out the first pitch. He might only be in Anaheim for the one season, and you're going to give it to him. I don't know. Why not give maybe Jamie Drysdale the first pitch? Maybe Adam Henrique. Maybe Chase DeLeo La Mirada native. Uh, no. Nah. Nope. They win Klingberg, which is fine. It's fine if he signs a long-term contract. But nope, that's that's not what happened here. Oh, well. Yeah. that That happened. So one more thing that I actually kind of did want to talk about just because I am someone that covers the AHL a lot. 
And the San Diego Goals, they came out with their promo nights. And I do this very often. If you have not been to a game in San Diego, what the hell are you waiting for? San Diego has one of the coolest atmospheres in all of hockey, especially when they get 10,000 strong. Their block parties outside the arena, they're very cool. All the giveaways they have, they're also very cool. I still contend that 80s night is probably the best promotional night that I personally have ever been to. I mean, they had the DeLoreans out there. They had everyone dressed in 80s gear outside. The jerseys, one of the best in AHL history. That one was truly chef's kiss. Loved every minute of it. So their promo schedule this year, it's pretty cool. They got the third jersey rally towel. That's going to be really cool. They got Mexican Heritage Night. That's going to be pretty cool. Hockey Fights Cancer is always a fun, a fun one. And a night that I always love talking about when it comes up, Teddy Bear Toss Night. Winter Wonderland Night against the Roadrunners, December 17th. If you have not done a teddy bear toss before, you bring a bunch of teddy bears with you, and then you toss them on the ice as soon as the first goal is scored. It's really cool. I invite all of you guys to check it out. It's truly a lot of fun. Then they're doing something really different this year. This is the one that piqued my curiosity the most. They're going to have a disco night. With a specialty jersey. <laughs> they're they're leaning into this, aren't they? I hope to God they play nothing but 70s music for disco night. Like, all disco songs. The reason that 80s night worked so well was because every single song they played in the arena, including the goal song, was an 80s song. They leaned completely into it. So if San Diego is going to make this perfect, they need to go all in and lean into this completely. Change the goal song. Make that a disco song. Don't play anything that is not disco the entire night. Do not let your foot off the gas. And if there's a team that can do it, it's definitely San Diego. So I cannot wait for that. You guys should come check it out. All right, that's going to do it for this podcast. A little bit shorter and again... Apologies for the lack of video. We'll see how things play out later on. All right. Um, Don't forget, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, among others. You could follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. And the show's podcast is at LO underscore ducks and thanks for making this your first listen of the day and go ahead and make locked on nhl your second listen of the day with gil martin in there got a great cast of crazies that hosts locked on nhl throughout the week it's a lot of fun you guys should all check it out once again thank you for your continued support it is greatly appreciated and don't forget we have a a weekend episode coming up this weekend with JD of the North. Yeah, it's a fun one. All right. Once again, I appreciate you all. Thanks so much. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason JD Hernandez saying have a great rest of the night. Please continue to be safe out there, be kind to one another, and ducks fly together. (laughs) 